Hello friends, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Serendipitous Sit-Downs Podcast. I am your host, Sam Soto, and just like with every other episode, I'm going to give you a trigger warning right now. This is your trigger warning. Uh, Today's episode, we will be covering topics such as racism, bullying, and mental health issues, if uh, along with other things. If any of those things are triggering to you, I would advise at this time for you to probably switch over to another podcast. This is not going to be the show for you. However, thank you for checking us out. Today, I welcome anti-bullying activist Devin Moore. Devin is the founder and CEO of Race to Speak Up, a nonprofit anti-bullying organization. Devin is also a sophomore at the University of Maryland and is a published teen author, having published uh, the children's anti-bullying book, Devin Speaks Up, last year when he was just 18 years old. I'm really excited to be welcoming Devin today uh, from the University of Maryland campus. Uh, and that's it for right now. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome to the show, Devin. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, I've already given our audience a little bit about you, but please tell us everything about you and about your book. Yeah, of course. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Devin Moore. I am the founder and CEO of an anti-bullying organization. It's called Race to Speak Up. So race through Race to Speak Up, we really work to educate students, or really all, about this topic of bullying, or really this epidemic of bullying, um, as well as the best ways to prevent it, if there's ways to prevent it, um, and really giving all the tools, really more specifically, giving students the tools to learn about how this important issue and effort to lessen the amount that happens in future years to come. We don't want this to happen to any student because I know what I went through when I was bullied, when I was 14 years old, I went through some very racist, traumatic bullying. And I knew I wanted to be a part of the positive change. I always say I wanted to be a part of the positive change that puts an end to this bullying epidemic. And that's exactly what I did with Grace to Speak Up. Um, That was when I was 14, or I started that when I was 14. Um, And then just throughout the years, I kind of developed a lot uh, more titles. But my most recent accomplishment is being the author of Devin Speaks Up. Now, Devin Speaks Up is a children's anti-bullying book that talks about my personal bullying story, speaking up to someone you trust, as well as being upstanders for each other, which is someone who supports the target of bullying. And the reason why I wrote that book is because I wanted to give students a very easy, more simplified, but still very concrete understanding of what bullying is and start this conversation at a young age. It's been out for officially a year now, which is really cool. That's I huge, released it yeah. in October. Yeah, actually, it's been a little more than a year. But so anywho, I released it in October 2022 for National Bullying Prevention Month. And then now we're here all the way in 2023, a year later. Um, And then also just beyond that, beyond any of my anti-bullying activism, or as you said, I am going to the university, or excuse me, I am a sophomore at the University of Maryland. I really like it here. And um just currently, I mean, I'm studying psychology, hopes to be a psychologist. That's what the plan is as of right now. 
So that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, that's such a good plan. I have to yeah, tell you, I really love the cover of your book because I love that you see not just children of every color. Wait, there you go. Right there. But also at the bottom of your heart, I love that there's a kid in a wheelchair because it's also including kids with other abilities or different abilities than, you know, statistically everybody else is. And uh, I really love that you're bringing awareness to everything. I think that's beautiful. Thank you. Let me, okay, so now that you brought it up, let me describe it. Yes, so please. <laughs> with, um, okay, so guys, I'm holding up the book cover. So with Devin Speaks Up, we have students from all different walks of life. Yes. Not one of them looks the same. Not one of them is from the same background. No. I have students from all different walks of life to represent how we as humans are from all different walks of life. Not one of us is the same. Um, we have students of not disabilities, but different beautiful abilities, abilities. Beautiful. Yes, I love yes, that. Beautiful abilities. Uh, we have um, a black girl with braids, a um, girl with, uh, oh, excuse me, a boy with chip tube over here. We have uh, someone with prosthetics, um, someone with vitiligo. I could literally go through the whole That's thing. so beautiful like, how you curated that. Hair, uh, dreads, Muslim. Um, this person actually has Down syndrome down here. Not many people know about that. That's fantastic. Um, Jewish. You know, there's so many different types of students. And even when, uh, when someone looks at the book, I want them to be like, oh, I can relate to that. Yeah, you see yourself in it. Student. Or this student looks like me. This yes. student, actually, I can very, oh, you know what? My sister looks just like this person. Or um, my best friend. You know, when they look at it, they I want them to relate. I want them to understand that this world is a beautiful, unique, and diverse place. And then they look at the cover. They're looking at Devin Speak stuff. And it's like, okay, well, what's Devin speaking up about? Yep. And then they see Devin's story, my story. Why am I talking myself in the third person? Anyway, <laughs> my story. Well, because it's <laughs> also your story. character in your book. So it makes mm -hmm. absolute sense. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what Devin Speaks Up is. I do Devin Speaks Up book readings. We have different activities. Those students that I was showing you on the front cover, they are a part of the Upstander crew. So that's why they're holding each other in the heart formation because upstanders, again, upstanders support each other. Yes. And they all these kids, they want to support each other. And even Absolutely. in the book, when you're showing, seeing my story of what bullying can look like, can look like, that's for others to relate to or just understand a very good example of how this bullying looks like, it feels like, and what it can lead to. And also it shows me being an upstander for another person. Yeah, so that's yeah, beautiful. that's what Devin Speaks Up is. It allows for you to learn about this very important topic. Absolutely. And I think it's also so, so important that we as a society try to embrace more things like your book because to teach kids at a young age to accept each other, to treat each other, each other with kindness and with love as opposed to hate, which is very much a learned behavior and a learned trait, and to get ahead of that at a young age is so great. And you creating this amazing tool for that is so incredible. And you did it at such a young age. What made you decide, hey, I'm going to turn my story into a book? Well, so I've been wanting to be a author for a really long time, cool. actually. But just even beyond that, it was beyond just me happening to want to be an author. I wanted to create something that students can easily take back into their environment. Teachers can yeah. easily take back into their environment. Or parents, grandparents, or guardians, older siblings can easily take back into their environment. Yeah. And they can learn themselves. Or they can read it to another person so that they can learn. Like parents can read it to their child. Teachers can read it to their students. 
Beautiful. Older siblings can read it to their younger students, uh, excuse me, younger siblings, and effectively learn and effectively open up this conversation about, hey, have I ever gone through this? Have you ever gone through this? Okay, well, was there anything that was really done about this? You know, mm -hmm. how do I feel about it? Did it make me feel, as I said in the book, sad, mad, and alone? It Absolutely. probably did. So that's what I really wanted to do is give students that guide, that tool, this book, Devin Speaks Up, so that they can just bring it back into their environments and learn. And so I was trying to think of the best time to even put this out or really make this become about, because like the year prior, so, okay, I was 18, then 17, 17, sometime within that year, um, I started to really officially write the book and get my notes down and all together. Yeah. Then, then I became 18. And then like, again, I continued to do that. Then once it, uh, once I got the publishing company, the illustrations done, all of that, I said, it's time. October is here. So it's time. That's perfect. And I released it. And now we're here, um, where now with Devin Speaks Up, as well as my race to speak up against bullying workshop. Yes. I'm going to, I'm literally going to different parts of, or at least as of right now, America, to give these workshops, these anti-bullying presentations, and incorporate Devin Speaks Up so that students, even when I was recently in, at a, in Chicago at this um, college preparatory school, George Westinghouse, uh, you know, I'm probably going to always shout them out, so shout out to George Westinghouse, but um, where I was <laughs> giving my race to speak up against bullying presentation for students, and then at the end, we was able to have them um, get their copies of Devin Speaks Up as well. So it was it was a really good time. That's really and cool. Even when, or even in my um, like home state, New York, mm -hmm. we was able to continue to do more Devin Speaks Up book readings there, or I've been able to really do that a lot. I'm very, I'm very on top of that. I love doing Devin Speaks Up book readings, especially for like the younger students who are like, oh, this is a colorful book. Yeah. Oh, I know this. Oh, I've heard, oh, bullying, oh, like, they, that's yeah. their reaction. That's that so cool. It's got to be so fun. What has been the most impactful and rewarding part of this for you? I would say the most impactful and most rewarding part of all of this journey is just seeing or understanding, knowing that a kid is then feeling empowered enough or encouraged enough to then go up to the teacher because they've done it right in front of me actually go up to the teacher and say to them okay teacher this is exactly what happened to me and i we just heard Devin, so now i know that this actually was wrong and i really want you to help me wow. those moments where they hear me they do these workshop activities that i've done they listen to my advice they do all of that and then like, okay, I know for a fact I went through something or I may still be going through something. And, yeah. I, don't want this to happen to and I know that this is not okay. And I learned that here. That's amazing. Exactly. So um, mm -hmm. I have a question. One of our, one of my previous guests that I had on experienced a bit of trauma right around the same age, 14 years old. And she felt as though the adults around her really failed her in her situation. Did you have a similar experience or did you, were you fortunate enough to have people around you who really listened and, and took what you had to say seriously? And how did that, how did that factor in? Okay. So excluding, um, my family or the adults in my family. Yes. I think I was definitely done wrong. And the reason why is because we spoke up to the school. So those adults, that staff. Yes. 
then they didn't really do anything to help me at all. It was basically a slap on the wrist. They acted as if this wasn't straight up racism, like in your face racism. Yeah. If I'm showing you the screenshots of what they posted online as well, Mm -hmm. then this is evidence, y'all. So I think I was done wrong in that sense. But I always like to focus on my family uh, because of how supportive they were. So they were able to help me get through that. Like my mom, my dad, they was like, I remember specifically my mom, but of course both my parents were like, Devin, we're here for you and we're going to help you. And also we know that this is wrong. So they have been, you know, very much there for you. Yeah, they definitely, I mean, they've always been, I don't really know how far I would have gotten if it was just me. Cause like, I'm over here like, I need support. I've I've grown as a brand and now I've partnered with so many different organizations. I've worked with so many different people. I've spoken in front of thousands of students. Yes. But it's just, you know, luckily I was able to have that support. And as you're saying with the, or like the person you was originally referring to, I do understand that oftentimes, and it's sad that I could even say oftentimes, but oftentimes it can happen where it's like the adults don't necessarily want to help you because, oh, I want to keep the school's reputation in check. Exactly. It's such a great school when in reality, because it is reality, hate does happen no matter where you are. Absolutely. so, I mean, it, to, even to that person, I would say, though I know it's hard because it is difficult, it's extremely difficult, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to act like it, it's easy. But I would say that we do have these resources, like the internet. You're able to, we're able to reach out to anti-bullying organizations like mine yes. or like other ones I've partnered with, Community Rising, Parents Against Bullying, The Bullying Buddy, all these different ones and learn about these schools or just look up what, who we can call. We can call this number to help us in our bullying situations. Or, oh, okay, this actually is something I could report to the police. So mm-hmm. you call such and such and you report it to them. You know, beyond that, or just speak up to someone you trust and continue to speak up until your voice is heard yes. and until something effective is done about this situation that you're going through. Absolutely. I'm so glad that your parents and your family were so supportive of you because by doing that, they have raised you to be this incredible activist that already at such a young age is making such an impact in people's lives. And I think it's personally just to watch and get to know you a little bit is absolutely astounding. And, um, I'm trying to think. I had another important question, and it's slipped the ADD brain. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, right. I'm learning about that in school. I'm a psychology major, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. What do you think has been the biggest challenge of doing all of this work? Oh, well, that's a good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, okay, so... Though I have the ability to create my own programs, because as the founder of my own organization Mm -hmm. and as the author of my own book, I'm able to create all this stuff that comes to my mind and put down on paper or or all these workshops, all these everything. Um, Though I'm able to really do what I want, there's still certain things that I'm that I've learned because. I always love to say this. What 14-year-old knows how to start an organization? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, well, of course, uh, my mom was the main one that was helping me with that. But even then, like, throughout the years, it's like, okay, we made a mistake with this. So we had to reduce certain things. And now, okay, we're officially established as a nonprofit. Or we had to do such and such, such and such. So it's kind of just like 
we're definitely trial and error. There were times where we was learning as we go. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to that. It's oh, not boy, just yeah. me. Don't think that it's just me. Don't, yeah, don't think that it's just me. I mean, of course, we um we definitely reached out to other people or other organizations. We asked them for advice, and that's gotten us pretty far as well. But it definitely is just a learn-as-you-go thing. So those are the types of things that have been the hardest part. And also, it really is not that easy to get up and speak in front of thousands of people. No. But <laughs> No, it is but, not. Um, because I know how important it is, and because luckily my personal confidence has grown to the point where I understand that I am definitely, like, I am my own person. And I think yeah. I am beautiful within myself. And I think that about other people as well. Mm -hmm. But because I've grown within that confidence, I've been able to kind of keep my any anxiety specifically relating to speaking to people about this topic in check, mm -hmm. especially since it is hard sharing your story like thousands of times too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And keeping it fresh yeah. too. I'm not, all, I'm sure it's not always easy because some days I'm sure you're probably tired or it's like, oh, I've already said this so many times, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But, but it's like also I make sure that I say just what I'm comfortable with. Like yes. I don't go straight up into detail. Oh, of course. And now that I have Devin speaks up, you're gonna see it anyway. Like you're gonna see what happened to me. So yeah. that's what I'm comfortable with sharing. That's what I'm clearly comfortable with sharing. Yes. Um, but regardless, I still wanna cause I know how sharing my story can help others or you sharing your story can help another person or other people. That's what I want people to look at. Um or think about when it comes to sharing their story. Absolutely. It can help not only yourself heal through it, but help others. Yes, so exactly. Not, it's like that's a bonus. Helping others, that's a bonus. That's for me. totally I agree with you. And that's part of why I started this show is because I really just want us to create a community to help each other and um, to promote growth and kindness and understand that we all go through hard things, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm really grateful to have you here with me. Um, one of my one of my last kind of questions for you is if you oh I have two. One is if you were talking to a 14 year old who was going through what you went through, what would you tell them? And the second part is what do you have to say to 13, 14 year old Devin? Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm acting so hesitant because I always am giving students who are around the age of 14 and younger that advice. Mm -hmm. But thinking about specifically with me, it's a little different. But to answer your first question, I honestly, I think I would actually just say again what I said originally about how if you don't speak up, it will, like you need to, first you do need to speak up to someone you trust. Mm -hmm. But also I will let them know in a way that's specific to their mind and vocabulary, you know, making mm -hmm, it sound a lot easier for them to understand. But I would say, um, I would say if you don't speak up or if you don't try your hardest to speak up, um, it unfortunately will go down an even darker hole, or at least it's most more, more than likely to go down an even darker hole. One that will be harder to climb out of, one that you might, at the end of the day, might even not be able to climb out of for certain people because it is extremely difficult. Absolutely. It's extremely difficult to go through what we're going through. Yes. That anxiety, that anxiety can lead to more disorder or not disorders. It could lead to disorders and or worse illnesses in the future. Yes. These things can lead to other things in the future. Yes. So I don't want you to go through that. 
I want to help you with whatever you're going through. And that's why I'm saying the first thing you need to do is speak up or at least just have an open conversation about it and continue to speak up. Absolutely. And then what I would say to 14 or even 13 year old Devin is, <laughs> um, okay, so what I would say to 14 year old or 13 year old Devin, and I'll, I normally I'm really able to easily um, answer this question, but it's just because of more experiences that I've just been gaining recently in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe things are kind of like changing for me a little bit. But I would say, though you actually, to a certain extent at that time, I was pretty confident in myself until what they did, those three boys did. I would say, though you are very much a confident, extroverted individual, and though not everyone can even relate to that. Mm. I think, I think you need to understand that people will still decide to target you regardless of who you are, what minority group or minority groups that you're a part of. The beautiful things that are a part of you, people may want to look down on that. And though they are or want to, don't let that stop you from embracing your beautiful, unique, and divine self. Yes. Don't let oh. that stop you from being your authentic self, especially as someone who clearly is black. Like you can see my skin color, <laughs> you can see my hair, you can see these things. As someone who is very visibly, as someone who's very visibly a part of a minority group, you're going to go through your life with the experiences of someone who's a part of that minority group. Yes. So the only thing that you can do is try to work your hardest towards embracing that. And yes, 13 or 14 year old Devin, that's a lot to say, but you'll be able to understand this as you go on through your life. Amen. And then hopefully from there, like, I feel like 14 year old Devin will be like, okay, I'm going to keep this in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Keep this in the back over here and just always remember it. <laughs> yeah. I love mm -hmm. that. I absolutely love it. And I love every bit of your message. So thank you for speaking up for yourself. And for others who have been through bullying experiences or traumatic experiences similar to that of your own, um, do you have anything else you'd like to add? And also, of course, please plug all of your social and everything. <laughs> the only thing I would like to add is, so guys, something I always love to say, and I actually was uh, saying it earlier with the name of my workshop, when you're going through bullying, very simple thing that you can say is I need to race to speak up against bullying. I need to hurry up and speak up to someone I trust. I need to hurry up and so that I don't go through so that I don't go through whatever I'm going through. Just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Say that say that to someone who doesn't know about race to speak up or who a Devin Moore is, you know, <laughs> and then get the conversation started about that. Absolutely. Um, so I would appreciate you guys to just really keep that in mind. And if you guys ever want to reach out to me, I'm always, I'm just an email away. I'm just a, all my contact information is on my website, which is race to speak up.com. R A C E T O S P E A K U P.com. You can also get my book on that website, Devin speaks up. And on top of that, if you guys, if you guys want to bring my race to speak up against bullying workshops, my Devin Speaks Up book readings or book assemblies, or even I also have a third thing, which is my youth entrepreneurship presentations oh, to cool. your schools, to your environments, to your organizations, or even for any companies listening to your corporate companies. I do have it where you guys can bring me. I'm literally just an email away or a phone call away. So just reach out to me through my website and all my social medias is just at Race to Speak Up. 
Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn. Um, and if, also on LinkedIn, if you want to personally connect with me, just look up Devin Moore, Race to Speak Up, and you'll see my face. Um, <laughs> and then also any other social media is just at author Devin Moore. So that, I just gave you everything. You Beautiful. guys have everything. I'll make mm. sure to include everything in the description as well and links to everything. And I think that's it for us today. But Devin, thank you so much for your time. Truly, I really appreciate it. And I really, I've loved connecting with you. And um, thanks. I think that was a great show. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for that episode. If you would like to follow me, Sam Soto, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Sam said what underscore. And if you'd like to follow the show, we would love any downloads, reviews, shares, likes, comments, subscribes, all of the things. Please, you can find us on Spotify, iHeart, anywhere you can listen to podcasts, as well as on YouTube. Thank you, and have a great day. And always remember these three things, friends. I always want to end this with these. Remember that no matter what you are going through, this too shall pass. You are not alone and be kind to others, but also be incredibly kind to yourself. Thank you guys. Have a great day. See you next week.